Yeah, it's been you know, it's been great. We had to wait for that Philippine Filipino win um, last night against Saudi, and it was great news to hear that uh, in the wee hours in the morning. But um, yeah, the guys have done well, and, and, and it's great. It's a good feeling. So, what happens now? Because you've still got a couple of windows left for qualifying for this, so you're still got to keep the squad together and keep everyone up to speed. Why why are you playing these games? What's the reason behind this? Two more windows, one in November, both, you know, it, it's away in Lebanon and uh, Jordan. Uh, Lebanon, very tough. Our last game against Major Cup, they uh, they got on top of us and won by eight, I think, and it's going to be tough, but, uh, you know, the more wins we accumulate in the windows, the higher ranking we get and hopefully a better seed and, and uh, a better draw. Uh, so, you know, there's still work to be done. Uh, um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. So you've got a year to go before it starts. What have you got in place between now and August as far as some kind of program's concerned to, to sharpen your steel, if you will? Yeah, we've got to get our group together in November. Uh, and a lot of these players are mid-season in their professional teams and Aussie League and also in Europe and they're everywhere and um, you know we've got guys putting their hands up and we've got to choose a, choose a group of uh, players to go play that away window and then we've also got a, a home uh, couple games uh, in New Zealand in February and then from there we, we look at our build up our, our campaign getting together and getting better, uh, better ready for that um, tournament in August. So there's still a lot of planning to do and you know, we want a better a better drawer um, and a higher seat. Perry Cameron joins us. He's the coach of the Tall Blacks, qualified for next year's World Cup. When do you actually have to formally identify who your squad's going to be? Because you've got such depth at the moment. There are so many players playing all over the world that could nudge their way into that side. So how are you targeting that? What's the process from now to whenever you have to actually officially go, these are my men? Yeah, it's, you know, obviously everybody wants to play in the on the world stage and we will have to select a group of 12 and or a squad first of probably 15, 16 and go from there. Um, but, you know, play availability and, and just navigating everything that's been in front of us the last year hasn't been easy, but what it has created is probably another 10 to 15 uh, players that have stood up and, and got the experience of like this Asia Cup, and, and it's been great having that. And you know, it looked like an issue at the start, but you know, a lot of these players have done well, especially the younger ones. And some also some vets have got in there and had a real crack. And yes, yeah, nothing, nothing better than being revitalised and coming in, looking forward to a World Cup next year. So how many of these players can be, I suppose, inked in, for want of a better phrase, or is it very much open right now, leading up to when you have to name that that wider squad of, of fifteen? How confident should the players be about being selected, taking into account the depth that you guys have created with the Asia Cup and the like? Yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one. It's all on play availability, you know, and it, it's guys understanding because they've you know they've been haven't had this competition in the last two three years because uh, the environment, and now they're just getting back to making things work for them and their families, and um, getting that income and and just making things work for them. It's it's a lot of it to do with timing. 
but you know, everybody wants to make their team. It's, it's it's the World Cup, and it only comes around every three four years. Um, and then obviously the the following year is the Olympics. So it is is it's all happening. It's all been squashed into this last year, and now we're a year away from the World Cup, and you know a further year away from the Olympics. So there's a lot on the table, and and everybody has indicated they want to be a part of that group, um, but they just haven't been able to be part of everything in this last um, two or three windows. How stable does it come as far as? the ability to select players the closer you get to the World Cup. Do the, the windows open up? Are they longer? Are they better? Are you likely to have access to, to all of the players you need during that time? Yeah, the windows are two games, and it's anywhere. It can be anywhere. Like I said, the next one is in Lebanon and Jordan. But, you know, some of these players uh, are not being released or, you know, they're choosing not to go to these um, tournaments because it's right in the middle of their professional season. Uh, and, and, you know, dealing with the rigors of travel is tough for everyone. We just had a 26-hour travel back from Saudi, which was pretty tough to deal with. Um, but the players did a good job, um, of, you know, getting that win. It's it's just, again, it's what's happening. You know, a lot of these players are also in school in, in, in the States and in, in college. So, they, you know, it's, you're not getting out of that. They won't be released. Uh, and we probably had six uh, college students in Asia Cup that we hadn't seen or never been born in the black before, and they did a good job. So, you know, only six months, a year's time, the growth of those players is very, you know, young Ben Gold um, did really well. He, you know, I was with him this morning when he left for market, and we won't see him for a long time. Uh, but he's done really well in the last couple of windows. So, you know, there's a lot of players and athletes that um, have stuck their hand up in the last couple of windows, the Asia Cup, and it's good to see them. You know, it's good to see that, them stepping into that space and doing a good job, and, yeah, it makes things tougher for everybody. Uh, but, you know, we're putting the plan to them, and, and they all want to be a part of it, but only 12 can go. And did it add extra special weights to the fact you got on, the fact that you were celebrating 20 years since that outstanding World Cup way back in the day? I almost can't remember back that far. I don't know how you're doing it, Pero. It was, uh, you know, I can't remember a lot about it. Um, neither can my kids. So it was pretty, it was pretty funny. Uh, but it was also, also really good catching up with, you know, a lot of those players who had booked them and ran for home team for a while and, you know, it was a was a great time, and you know, it was led by Tab and Bennett, and, and the group we had was was awesome. And I was right in the middle of my halftime talk with the team. Like, you know, I had to take care of business first before I went out there. But it was good. It was good to see those guys, Kirk Benny as well. You know, and Boucher and what they've gone on and done now, and today Sean Marks over there in Brooklyn. So you know, it was a great time for us, and and I think um, just remembering anything's possible. You know, you just you just got to be committed, and you got to put your hand up, and you got to do what it takes. And you know, when when we move together as, as one group, you, know, you can achieve these things. And you know, fourth was great. Uh, I wish it was a medal, um, but that's how it goes. And I know the disappointment when you didn't medal because your expectations were so high, and I expect it's exactly the same with the current crop of players, whoever that might be, when they get to the World Cup in around about a year's time. Piero Cameron, thanks very much for joining us here on Sports Talk. Appreciate you, mate. Cheers.